Woke up on a Saturday, I rolled the fattest J, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. He do what his daddy say, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. Take number three of trying to fucking get this shit right. I was trying to use my, use my brand new uh, earbuds. What do you call those? The white things. The fucking little, you know, fucking dangly fucking out of your ears and shit. I was trying to use those. Of course, they don't fucking work. Because uh, I got so many configurations here. So I got the, the earbuds hooked up to my phone and my phone's hooked up to the car my car's hooked up to Mars I don't know what the fuck's going on but uh I the uh the simple fact is I can't fucking use my earbuds so you're gonna have to get some low quality ambient noise in the background while I do this podcast how's it going everybody welcome to the Maddie J podcast uh as you can tell from the intro it's really a, a podcast about nothing. It's the Seinfeld of podcasts. It's, you know, you're not going to get anything out of it. Lennon said, I'm an artist. Give me a fucking tuber. I'll get you something out of it. Well, that's me with this podcast and you listening. If you can just get a little little nugget of something, then uh, then I'm happy. Anyway, uh, big shout out to the uh, the listeners in Australia Chile, Germany. How could I forget Germany? Dude, World War II? All that? Concentration camps? Think I'm going to forget about Germany? Uh, Finland. Um, Estonia. Estonia's really been there since day one. They were the first international listeners, so I really want to say thanks. And my biggest fucking high five goes out to the, uh, the country of Australia. Because by far, out of the foreign audience, you are the most tuned in. The most riveted to the podcast. So I really appreciate that, guys. If you can't tell already, uh, yes, driving in my car again. I'm not going right to the liquor store, though. Despite what you may think from previous podcasts, I am... uh, I'm going to the grocery store first, then I'm going to the liquor store. So, a little bit different, a little bit different today. I, I got to get some fucking, you know, now that I'm a husband, these things happen. Yeah, sometimes you got to go to the store on your way home and uh, and get uh, oatmeal milk. Oat milk? Oatmeal milk? I don't know what the fuck. You know, it's some kind of milk. It's a special, it's a special brand. That she and I like, and I gotta go get it because uh, you know it'll be a real crisis in the morning if there's no Chobani oatmeal milk for coffee. And around my house, you don't wanna be uh, you don't wanna be in my shoes with no caffeine. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm gonna go there and uh, see what happens. See if I can find it. Usually, I try to go right for the aisle. I think it'll be at. And then, you know, I have no plan B. So if that doesn't work out, I'm I'm totally fucked. 
So I think, okay, usually like left left or right side of the store, right, is going to be the dairy freezer kind of section. So you got to commit. As soon as you walk in the front door, you're like, am I going left or am I going right? Does this look like a left store or a right store? Duality of man. And you got to fucking commit. So I think what I'm going to do when I get to this store is I'm going to go left. Because dairy just feels like it should be on the left wall as soon as you walk in. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. You got the fucking cheese over there. You got the fucking uh, assorted vegetables. Does anyone ever get that? The vegetable medley? Like peas, carrots, onions, fucking arugula. Fucking uh, cut green beans. I don't know. The fuck gets cut green beans that are frozen? Just get a fucking can. Anyway, yeah. So, like I was saying, if you if you pick a if you pick a side, and you're wrong, you know you're fucked. Then it's like, oh, this could be anywhere. It could be on the back wall. It could be on the other side. Dude, I've seen this before too. It's on the front wall. So when you walk in, it would be on the wall that you are walking away from as you walk in i've seen that too and that fucking threw me for a loop so hopefully we uh we get it right here speaking of getting it right um i almost just turned to take the way home so that would have not been getting it right but dude uh speak speaking of not getting it right say segway city here try to keep uh, try to keep up but uh, how about uh, how about England winning on some fucking horse shit shit? And I don't know if you saw this, but I was on Reddit, and uh, everything you see on Reddit is obviously true. But I mean, this was an actual video, so they're showing uh, the Denmark keeper when uh, when Harry Kane Harry Kane was about to take the uh, penalty. Yeah, so. Uh, they shined a fucking green laser pointer all up in his face right as Harry uh, Kane was about to shoot. And uh, the guy's still like a fucking G on Denmark. Denmark keeper Casper uh, Schmeichel. Sounds like a made-up name, but I swear to God, his name's Casper Schmeichel. He saved the fucking penalty. And uh, unfortunately when you're in the game and you're not doing penalties like after overtime's over when you're in the game and someone saves a penalty you can go and get the rebound and try to try to score again that's exactly what Kane did so I uh all I know is that the lead up to that was complete horseshit I still haven't seen the actual challenge but uh I did see the green laser pointer incident laser gate as uh we're gonna call it on the podcast where were you when Lasergate happened? That's what I want to know. I'm going to go over to England and ask everyone that. And then see how many times I get stabbed. It's going to be great. Uh, but yeah, I feel like their their uh, their whole fan situation they have at that tournament, uh, they were just complete dicks the entire tournament. Because uh, they were actually... Germany was, was doing their thing. They were... Uh, <laughs> their, their national anthem was playing... And, you know, what do you usually do? 
especially as a spectator. You don't want to be that guy in the stands, especially as a spectator. What do you do when, you know, there's a, a fucking national anthem being played? You know, you put your hands behind your back or over your heart, if it's yours, if you want to do that. And, uh, you know, you don't really say anything unless you're singing the fucking words. These guys in England, they don't give a shit. Like, soccer is uh, is so much of a thing that, you know, fuck your whole country, basically, and everything you stand for. Uh, we'll boo your national anthem just because we don't like your soccer team because they beat us a lot. Makes a lot of sense. Anyways, uh, yeah, so they booed the national anthem for Germany and then uh, proceeded to to complete their assholeness this week with Lasergate. Lasergate. It's going to be a thing now. Hashtag Lasergate. And, uh, you know, now Denmark's out. And I wonder what's going to happen to that fan. A bunch of people were saying, oh, he'll get kicked out of matches for life. Don't you wonder how, how do they enforce that, though? Like, you could just buy tickets. I mean, you could go to the game and someone in your family or one of your friends could just buy you a ticket. I mean, I get it if your name is associated with the person who is banned for life. Like, but still though, what if you have, you're a guy who has the same, say like I get, I get banned from a fucking game, right? Are all Maddie J's in the world now unable to get a ticket there because they don't know who the fuck is who? And how, back to my earlier question, how the fuck do they enforce it if, you know, your next door fucking neighbor can just get you a ticket? Like, how do they, do they have, like, facial recognition? Or do they have, like, a, like, a bolo sign, like, be on the lookout for this guy and just your picture? And, uh, there's just a thousand fucking pictures on the wall. And every person that walks in, they're kind of just scanning them. I have no fucking clue. But I bet in the future they will do that facial recognition thing where uh, if you get kicked out of the stands, they'll just do a facial recognition thing on you and then uh, there'll be like an automatic sensor at the gate. And if you've ever been like kicked out or banned or whatever and you try to get in, they'll just tell you, look, you gotta get the fuck out. So, you know, you take your technology, your precious little technology, and uh, you think it's just, that's oh, all well and good. It's all good things. Well, this is what it leads to. It leads to you actually getting kicked out of the fucking game. So, anyway, I'm going to run in the store real quick. I should say both stores. And then uh, I'll come and uh, talk to you in a little bit after I uh, get kind of settled back in here. So, part one over. I'm back. Yo, alright, so where were we? We were talking about whether or not Lamar Jackson can beat a team with his arm if he's behind by ten or more points. Jesus, talk about a fucking narrative that's been beaten into the ground like fucking, I don't know, Ted Turner's wife. Isn't that Tina Turner? She got beat up? I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, where were we? We're talking about uh, UEFA. Yeah, dude, so first of all, England wins on some horse shit. Their fans are dicks. And, you know, I would have been happy for them. I really would have been happy for them because it's their first time winning fucking anything in, like, 
since like 1966. I think the 66 World Cup. So what is that? Fucking, I don't know, 65 years or something. So yeah, I'm fucking, all right, good job, England. And then I I see the fucking video of the laser pointer, laser gate. And, uh, you know, my whole, my whole opinion changed. You know, I was kind of wavering after the national anthem thing, but after laser gate, it's, it's fucking over. Dead and buried. I hope, uh, I hope Italy wins. I hope Italy fucking wins. And you know every Guido in the United States is going to fucking flock to a bar on Sunday and fucking act like they know what the fuck they're even watching. And it's just to be a douche, too. God, can you imagine New York City on Sunday when this game's on? Fucking Italy, dude. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. It's fucking chugging beers. You know, with their fucking hairy guts out. You know, eating spaghetti and shit. I wonder what Italians think when they go to, like, actual, like, New York City, New Jersey. And they see, like, Italians. We still call them Italians here. But, like, American Italians. U.S. Americans. Uh, Just, like, American Italians. I wonder, like, what they think. Like... So you guys, you guys wanted to leave the homeland so you could come over here and get fat as shit, commit a bunch of crime, and just be loud as fuck all the time? Sign me up! Yeah, I can't imagine they would have a good impression. Guess what? It's driving home, it's a Friday, what do we hit? We hit fucking traffic. Of course we do. Because why not? Why not? Everything was fucking going alright, I was feeling pumped. Traffic. That just goes to show you, man, on the road of life, you think you can be cruising and, and set your cruise to 90 and just uh, just go take a nap, you know, and not expect to, to crash into a pole? That's, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm stuck in fucking traffic again. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be checking that out. I mean, I hope you guys do too. I think it's Sunday at three o'clock Eastern, Italy against England. I mean, there's really nothing else on, so you might as well watch it. Major tournament final. England hasn't won a major tournament since 1966, and uh, the Normans invaded England in 1066. Little factoid for you there, and uh, I learned that from Billy Madison. So, thank you. Thank you, Billy. Um, yeah, so, you know, if you got nothing else to do, you might as well watch that shit on Sunday. I'll tell you what I'm going to be watching. I am going to be watching fucking Mr... What's his name? Mr. Ballin, dude. On YouTube. If you haven't already, you got to check this fucking guy out. He just tells stories about random shit. But he's such a good storyteller that it fucking, it it, it hooks you, like, right away. You know, five minutes in, I'm like, holy shit, there's another half hour, but, like, I really want to see what happens. He's just a fucking great storyteller. Shout out to Mr. Ballin, because I went uh, to see my bro. I went to see my bro the other day, the other week, the other year, whatever that fucking was, a couple weeks ago. And, uh... 
he's the one who turned me on to Mr. Ballin. We were talking about how people uh, got lost in national parks and shit. That's another phenomenon, too. It's pretty interesting. If you're into, like, true crime or whatever, look up uh, Missing 411. So, basically, it's a, it's a book this guy wrote um, about the... F- well, it ended up being way more than 411 people, but it was about 411 people who all went missing missing under uh, uh, suspicious circumstances from national parks all across the U.S. And it's only really happening in national parks, which is weird. And there are like what he calls clusters of missing people that kind of, you know, congregate over, you know, a five or ten year period, then a cluster will move to a different part of the country. It's fucking weird, man. When you, uh, just watch a, a missing 411 video on YouTube and it, it's it's fucking creepy it's intriguing it's captivating all at the same time this guy is a great storyteller too um so like one case i remember is this kid is picking berries on the side of like a a well a well established trail as they like to say in the series. It's on a well-established trail. He's picking berries. He has a couple other siblings who are kind of like, you know, walking behind. So so the mom, who's kind of in between him and his other siblings who's, who are behind her, you know, she turns to like, you know, discipline them or... Ooh, discipline, kinky. Uh, not like that. She, she turns to discipline them maybe 10, 15 seconds. Turns back, can't find the kid. Kid's just fucking gone. You know, one thing leads to another. She's searching all around the woods. She calls search and rescue. Search and rescue comes. They don't find anything for like a couple of days, right? And then they find this kid inside of a hollowed out tree like 20 miles away three or four days later. And he's perfectly fine. His clothes are clean. And he's talking about the big fuzzy man that helped him. This is a fucking true story, dude. Like an actual documented story in a police report. And uh, so this guy, you know, he researches cases all like that. It's called Missing 411. That was the, the most interesting one I could remember. Obviously, that was a shit story. So I'm no Mr. Ballin. But yeah, Mr. Ballin covers all those. You want to check the Missing 411 shit out. I don't know about you, man, but that fucking... That shit just fascinates me. Intrigues me. Gives me a little fear boner. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, moving on. Speaking of boners... You guys catch that porno? But, uh... (laughs) Yeah, so... Sunday, check that out. Um, I will definitely be checking that out in between watching episodes of Mr. Ballin'. And, uh, what else? Oh, yeah, we went to the, uh, went to the fucking, my wife and I went to the DC United game this past weekend. This past weekend. And, uh, dude, I forgot how great, first of all, that stadium is. It's one level. There's not multiple tiers or anything. It's just one level. And, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's good viewing literally from any fucking seat. The only drawback is when you're walking up those fucking steps to get to your seat that shit is vertical as shit, man. That is gonna make you 
fucking wheeze a little bit. If you're anywhere over the age of 30, you're going to be wheezing a bit by the time you get to your seat. But uh, well worth it, dude. There's not a bad seat in the whole fucking place. So I recommend if you do go, just buy the cheapest seat possible. Because you're still going to be able to see everything perfectly. And you're going to have a good time. And beer's like 15 bucks. What else do you expect from DC? So... Um, great fucking game. DC played Toronto. And I really... I'm a big Michael Bradley fan. Brad. Um, just because he was uh, the captain of the US for a little while. And, uh, you know, he's a big, the biggest fucking head you've ever seen on a human being. Just... I don't even know how he keeps it up. I mean, that's why his calves are so big. He's got to keep that head up. I don't know. But, uh... He was in, he was playing, so I was thinking, you know, before the game started, I'm like, I might just root for Toronto. I mean, I have no MLS affiliation. I mean, I guess if DC won or they were in the finals, I would root for them. But, like, no fucking affiliation to uh, any MLS team. So I was like, you know, fuck it. See how Toronto does. And <laughs> DC ends up winning 7 to fucking 1 just non-stop scoring the entire game like every fucking 10 minutes there was a goal at least so uh fucking great game had a great time and then towards the end of the game your boys got to take leap so uh i go down i want to beat traffic no i'm just kidding i'm not that guy i did you used to hate that when you're growing up it's like the bottom of the eighth and it's a close game your dad's like i want to beat the traffic we gotta go Uh, That was not me, but I wanted to beat the traffic to the restroom for sure. So I went, took a piss, and then my wife met me down in the concourse. And right in the concourse is the player's tunnel. They kind of just walk right past you, kind of, you know, sign autographs for the kids and shit, which is cool. And uh, Michael Bradley, he just walks right by. And uh, I give him the old nod, the guy nod, the forward-leaning nod, not the upward nod. The upward nod is for somebody you know. The forward-leaning nod, the downward nod, is uh, for somebody where you're saying, Hi, I respect that you're another guy looking at me at the same time. So we gave each other one of those. Actually, it was just me giving him one. He was probably like, what the fuck is this kid's problem? And then walked down the tunnel. But uh, all in all, great fucking game. A lot of action. You know, when you go to a soccer game, you always hope it's not one of those zero-zero affairs. Um, Because that can happen. It has happened before. But every soccer game I've been to, somebody scored. So I can't really complain. I remember a few years ago we caught... Back when uh, AC Milan was the fucking shit. Them and Chelsea. Chelsea was winning the, the Premier League like every year. Um, And AC Milan had an American defender... Gucci on Yewu. I was all over that shit. I went to that game with my friends. I was in Baltimore. Um, great fucking shit. Even though it was a friendly, obviously. But then I went to another game in fucking New York at the uh, Red Bulls field, which is in the middle of the most absolute shithole of New Jersey that you've ever seen. You know, in, in Harold and Kumar, when they get lost or something and they see the lame version of them. And they're, they're like, we're in Newark of all places. That's That was us. 
I didn't see any lame version of myself getting beat up because, you know, that's probably me. I'm probably the lame version of someone else getting beat up. But yeah, dude, it was the same vibes. Like, totally dilapidated shit. Um, you know, rats everywhere. Whole family, all rats. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't know anything about that coming from Baltimore. But, you know, we're used to nice things up there. But yeah, that was uh, that was insane to see that. And then there's just a, in the middle of all that shit, just a, a, Red, a Red Bull Stadium. That's like a really fucking nice stadium. It's a lot like Audi Field in D.C., there's not a bad seat in the house. It's only one tier. About 15,000, 20,000 fans tops capacity. So, yeah. So those three uh, things are really my only experience, you know, in the U.S. You know, watching a uh, legit professional soccer's. Soccer's. <laughs> but, yeah, I forgot to tell you. So I, I go in the store, right? And what was my prediction? It was left? Nope. Fucking back right, dude back fucking right who puts the milk in the back fucking right of the store i feel like no one ever goes to the back right they trying to fucking hoard the milk fucking conspiracy dude anyway i got my oatmeal milk and uh those hot fries were calling my name on the way out i got a big ass bag of those dude how good are hot fries i have to say they're probably the most underrated snack I think them and onion, uh, Funyuns, you know, they're they're pretty much just powder, but it's like the best powder on the market, including cocaine. Not, I've never tried it, but I'm just assuming these things are fucking amazing. And sorry if uh, you guys in Estonia and Latvia and Chile don't have hot fries, but you know what can I say? Although over there, they're probably called something else like Sizzling Crisps or some shit like that. Fried Johnnies. I don't know. They always have fucking weird names for shit over there. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I had a good had a good fucking time at the DC game. And, and you know, the hard thing is they're never fucking... They never play on Sunday or uh, Saturday. And, you know, it's probably like once or twice a year that they'll play at a decent time on Saturday, like 5, 5.30. So, you know, your, your, your chances there are limited, few and far between if you want to catch a game. But if you do decide to just catch a late Saturday game, like an 8 o'clocker, I would highly recommend it, dude. It's right in a, in a good part of town, Navy Yard, a uh, bunch of bars around there. I mean, it's D.C. Shit's going to be fucking expensive as shit. But uh, it's a good time at the game. And like I said, there's not a bad seat in the whole fucking place. So check it out. If you want to see a, a MLS game or... I did see the USA play there one time against Cuba. And I think they were up 6-0 by like the 30th minute. So that was pretty fun for like 25 minutes. And we were like, okay, you know, you do enjoy when another team is competitive... But I also do enjoy it when the USA just beats the living shit out of someone. That's also nice. And uh, hopefully that, that continues into next year for the fucking World Cup, dude. Now that the Euro's over, we got the World Cup to look forward to. The USA better fucking qualify this time. How much of an embarrassment was that when they didn't fucking qualify for the World Cup last time? I was shitting out of my ass. 
pissing out of my it's pissing out of my mouth <laughs> uh, but yeah I was super fucking annoyed because you know when you're watching a huge tournament like that you see all these national anthems all these fucking fans holding up their flags I want to be a part of that dude I want to be a part of that I want to fucking feel something I want to feel like I'm alive and uh, hopefully the U.S. doesn't fuck it up this year so next year we can actually watch the fucking games. But the the worst thing about it is the fucking World Cup is in winter next year. Because for some ungodly reason, Qatar won the World Cup. Qatar? However the fuck you say that shit. They won the World Cup bid uh, for next year. And it's so goddamn hot in the summer there that they have to play in the winter. So I don't know what they're going to do about like leagues like the Premier League and stuff like really top flight leagues that play their season all during the winter I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do about that but either way it's a chance to uh, all get together and uh, every bar will have USA games on people will be fucking screaming their heads off it'll be nice man anyway what uh what else what else happened this week? What else happened with you? You know, I like to stop my podcast every once in a while and really ask the listeners, you know, what's going on with them. So if you could just channel your thoughts to me right now. I'm probably in a long gone place, slightly inebri- inebriated, inebriated and uh you know, far gone, but just channel your thoughts through me I had a I had a buddy who went through a rather difficult experience this week so if if you could send positive wi- uh positive wives maybe if your wife is positive just send her over there to my buddy's house uh he had a bad week we all have him hey I'm <laughs> the first to tell you we all have bad weeks uh you know I've had a bad I've had a bad decade but you know who's asking Anyway, he had a bad week, uh, and he could really use some uh, positive affirmations. So, although I'm not going to reveal who this person is, uh, I hope that you will uh, say a little silent, sweet nothing for them, make them feel all good, warm and fuzzy inside. Sir, we're thinking about you. You know, take this donation from the Matty J podcast, you know, take it to heart. And whenever you fall back on hard times, just listen to this episode and uh, listen to me make a fucking absolute ass of myself in front of millions. But yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. You guys are the lifeblood of everything I do. Like I was telling Parks last week, it's a fucking amazing feeling to get off of work on a Friday and fucking have the podcast to look forward to. I get a bunch of guests on here. I'm always looking for more. If you want to fucking come on here and just shoot the shit, just give me a text, man. Um, I'm actually thinking about uh, also creating an email address for the podcast. You know, if you if you ever want to share anything, you know, send me send me tit pics. <laughs> uh, fucking, I'm sure it'll just be my friends sending me pictures of their fucking ass or something I don't know but uh 
you know, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about setting up a, a fucking email address for this. Just so uh, there's like a little community going on. And that way those people listening overseas have a chance to uh, to talk to the podcast. Maybe you can tell me where you're from and who's your daddy and uh, does he podcast like me? All these questions can be answered. So yeah, uh, if I th- as soon as I think of a clever email domain name, I'm fucking all over that shit. If you have suggestions, please text me. Maybe like rolled the fattest J at AOL.com. Should I just get like something really old, like a like a Netscape.com <laughs> fucking email address? Is that still a thing? Is Netscape around? Netscape. I remember when I was a kid, it was AOL, which was the coolest. Netscape and Juno. We were on Juno for a while. And listen up, kids, because you might not... You might fucking learn something. And you might not want to turn this off because you learn about the old times. But back in the old times, a.k.a. 2002, we had the dial-up, right? And you used to pay... You used to pay per per hour where you got a certain amount of hours to use per month on the internet. And if you exceeded that, it was just like a crazy fucking surcharge. So it was like $25 a month to use the internet. Dude... Please do not let anyone from Comcast listen to this shit because they'll be all over this in a fucking second if they remember back in the olden times when we used to pay per hour on the fucking web. But yeah, uh, I just remember we had to literally, you had a piece of paper, me, my brother, and my dad had a piece of paper in front of the computer and we had to fucking log down to the minute how long we were on the fucking web and make sure we didn't go over like whatever it was, 15 hours a month. Here I am on fucking Kellogg's.com Trying to fucking Solve the puzzle on the cereal box I was the kid that went to Kellogg's.com My brother used to give me so much shit for that Like god that's so fucking stupid Go to fucking Go to E-bombs world (laughs) I don't know Remember all those sites too? Dude, now that I'm getting a little bit of nostalgia, that's all coming back, man. You got fucking... You got E-Bombs World. You got YTMND.com. You're the man now, dog.com. Anybody go there? That was the fucking shit. That was memes before memes started. And E-Bombs World was kind of like YouTube before YouTube was the thing. And I still haven't checked. I checked uh, a few weeks ago because I was trying to play a, a meme for my brother uh, on YTMND. That's still there. So that, you know, that warms my heart a little bit. But I wonder, is E-Bombs World still a thing? And what was the one that had, like, the gore videos? I wasn't really in the gore, but it was, like, something midgets. Like, sluttymidgets.com. <laughs> And by the the sound of it, you think it's like a midget porn site? Which, hey, if that's your thing, that's your thing. As long as it's consensual. Um, if that's your thing, I mean, that's fine. But I think it was called... It was something with midgets. But it was a gore site. And, like, you know, 
as a as a teenager or as a preteen, you kind of go on there with your friends just to see what what all the fuss is, and uh, you leave with debilitating PTSD from everything you saw. It was something rotten. It was rotten something. Now I'm thinking about it. Rotten midgets. <laughs> I really want it to be fucking something midgets dot com. Um, god damn! If somebody could text me the name of that. Rot. Maybe it's just it's rotten dot com. That's what it is. But what was the midget one? I don't know. I bet somebody out there is saying if you say midget one more time, I'm gonna fucking beat up a fucking midget and throw him in a river. All right, I'll stop saying midget. Anyway, yeah, dude, I just got a bit of fucking nostalgia there. That was crazy, and that kind of reminds me. I was asking my brother like what kind of cartoons do the kids watch nowadays because he's got you know three little kids and he was listing off some fucking uh, cartoon names I'm like what the fuck is that it's like Mr. Gilby's Great Adventure and like fucking animation race cars that fucking talk and shit and uh this fucking my one nephew is watching these videos of this guy on YouTube. This guy has made a million dollars doing this shit because he has like a hundred million fucking views from these little kids watching his shit. What he does, he plays like little kids video games and kind of like has one of those headsets on that you would find like a World of Warcraft player wearing while he's playing. And he's just kind of narrating what he's doing. He's like, oh my god, I tried to do this. Oh no, I got killed. Okay. So he's like a German guy. So he has like this really fucking weird accent. But the kids fucking love this shit. He's like playing one of like the easiest, weirdest kind of like fucking crazy games where he's trying to figure out this puzzle, quote unquote, figure out. And he's like, oh, I could go left. Oh, oh, oh no, guys. Oh no, guys. What the hell is going on? Oh, crazy. Oh, shit. He's not, he's not saying shit, but you know, it's like, it's, it's 20 minutes, 20 odd minutes of that going on. I wish I had this guy's fucking name. Just all you would need to do is check out the first five seconds of this to know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) And dude, leave it to my brother. After, after about 20 seconds of listening to this guy, he did a, literally a fucking perfect impression. Fucking... One of the most hilarious things I've ever heard. I wish I could give you this guy's fucking name. I just don't remember. But yeah, leave it to my brother to to pick up on this guy and give a perfect impression after about 20 seconds. But yeah, dude. So they're watching all this kind of crazy shit. And I'm like, you know, is Doug still on? Is Hey Arnold still on? Um, And he said he tried to show his kids Doug and they fucking hated it. You know, because now, okay, nowadays kids got to be on their fucking iWiz and their beaniebaby.coms and whatever else. Um, but uh, yeah, they don't watch Doug. And he said he was so disheartened from the fact that they didn't like Doug that uh, he didn't even try to show him Hey Arnold or uh, Rocco's Modern Life or anything. It's like, damn, dude. But I can understand the feeling, you know, there's nothing worse, and I've talked about it before, there's nothing worse than showing, you know, somebody that you really want to enjoy a show, 
God, I can't talk. You ever have that life where you can't talk? Yeah, that's me. Um, but yeah, he, you know, you, you show somebody something, you really want them to like it and be engrossed in it, and they fucking hate it. Or they ask you if the worst, can we watch something else? Like, the, the amount of courage it takes, and the amount that you, how much you have to hate what's on TV to ask the person who put it on, can we watch something else? Because there's a build-up to that moment. You didn't just decide, hey, I don't like this, and just instantly, like, like right away, just say, hey, can we turn this off? No, there's a build-up of at least 10, 20 minutes of absolute hatred of whatever's being displayed on the TV before you work up the courage to let the person know, hey, you know, I'm not really feeling, <laughs> not really feeling this. So that's when you know, you know, there was just no like whatsoever. And uh, that's what my brother got. So, you know, I can't blame him. He was so disheartened by that. He just didn't even, he couldn't even go to Rocco or Hey Arnold. It was just over. Not even, not even fucking Ren and Stimpy. I do think SpongeBob's still a thing, but you know, I'll get back to you on that. I know you guys are really uh, interested. Anyway, uh, enough of my rambling. I'm going to, I'm going to leave you here. You guys have been awesome sitting there listening to this whole thing. And thank you so much for uh, for just being you. You know, you're you on this earth. You found the Maddie J podcast. You listened to the very end. And for that, I thank you. I love all you guys, like brothers and sisters. And uh, I can't wait to talk next week. I hope you have a good week. I'll see uh, if we can get any guests next week. We'll see. See who's around. See who's interested. If you are interested, just text me. I'll get you on here. Um, and we'll just shoot the shit. So, uh, yeah. Uh, email address incoming. Um, I, I still have t-shirts, too. If you want a Matty J podcast t-shirt, uh, unfortunately, you will have to pay for it. It's like 18 bucks, But I will send you one, uh, f- you know... I'll pay for the shipping and shit. You know, got to do what you got to do. But, uh, yeah, I got t-shirts. I'm about to make a uh, email address, like I said. And, uh, you know, I'll probably get one email in six months, and it'll probably be a picture of someone's ass. But, hey, you know what? As long as we're getting some kind of interaction going on, I'm cool with it. Anyway, uh, you guys have a nice week. Don't commit any crimes. Don't do anything the good Lord wouldn't do. All right, guys, I'm going to enjoy my hot fries. See you later.